Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, Homemade Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're doing well. I am. Got uh, grandsons here, so they're hanging out, and I don't know what kind of day it's going to I don't know, it could go either way, neither hmm, neither meat nor drink, feast or famine, whatever they call it anyway. Okay, more undead. I'm going to talk about the shadow. I'm just going to jump back on the, sh- the cleric chart here for a bit. They're right after white, no, yeah, white on the chart. And so they're kind of tough. And I thought it's very interesting. They're chaotic evil, and they are just what they say. They're shadows. They are connected to the negative material plane, and they can affect humans. Now, they're not affected by sleep, charm, and hold spells, of course. They are 90% undetectable, believe it or not. Well, not actually believe it, because shadow, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to, hard to tell on that. Now... They do have a strength drain attack. If they hit you, they will do damage, but they will drain one point of strength for every hit. Now, the strength comes back in 2d4 2d4 turns after being touched, but it's draining your life essence, basically. So if if a target goes below zero on strength or zero hit points, he's a shadow. And I don't know what you could do about that. It doesn't say here. Now, I've traced shadows from Holmes all the way up to first edition. I find something interesting is the fact that until first edition, you cannot turn a shadow. It's on the chart, the first edition cleric turning chart, but the rest of them, they just flat out say it's not really an undead. So you can't turn it, which to me is absolutely fascinating. I don't know why, it just is. And it's something, I I don't know, I, I, maybe it's me, but I have a hard time wrapping around those monsters that are undead, but not really undead. That's why I had a lot of trouble with ghouls after a while. I finally came to the conclusion they were undead. They came back somehow through their own cussedness or something. Because I've seen things like ghouls in Lovecraft where they just turn into ghouls. Boom. You know, they do do something. Maybe it's like when you maybe it's like lichdom. I don't know. They it's one of those things they get a taste for man flesh and then they go to the dark side. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So those th- the, I can I determine those undead, but there are monsters out there who say, well, you can't really turn them because they're not really undead, but they do this and they do that, and they're attached to the negative material plane, and they're they're incorporeal or something like that. And it's like, make up your mind. I know why you're doing this. You want to throw the players for a loop. Maybe they're getting a little too cocksure. Maybe they're just getting kind of oh, another skeleton, another another ghoul, something like that. Maybe he's trying to wake him up or something. But it's just it's it's frustrating. It's a bit frustrating. So there's the sh- but the shadow. Yeah, once it gets into first edition, yeah, you can turn it. They finally said, yeah. Okay, fine. It's an undead. Or something like that. 
So they put it on the Undead chart in first edition. Forevermore. Ho-ho. 90% undetectable. How would I use it? Well, if you really want to... <laughs> throw players for a loop. No. If you really want to... You know, if, if you're in a dungeon that's mostly dark, I'm sure they're going to bring their own light source. But at the same time, shadows have their own agenda and their own business. I think they just attack because they want to stay on this plane. And a lot of the critters, a lot of the undead critters, do that if they're attached to the negative material plane. They want to stay on this plane, so they attack the living. No matter what it is, they attack the living and drain their essence to keep it for themselves. Kind of like when I was talking about the uh, the wraith. The same thing. So, that's what they do. And they can stalk player characters. I mean, if they're stalking and all of a sudden... Uh, when you're trying to fight something that isn't quite there, it's really, really frustrating on the PC's part. And I know... There's DMs out there. Yeah, great, great. I can get behind it a bit, but I don't want to do it all the time. Fighting something you can't see is not fun. So I'm a little bit in sympathy with the player's characters. Yeah, you have to have a plus one or better to hit them. In first edition, the earlier edition is just magical weapons. But here it's a... Plus one or better weapon to hit. So a really, really fine plus one non-magical weapon could hit it. Now, I'm thinking that cold steel will really mess them up. Iron. It's If you have a weapon made of, like, iron, which is cold steel, as far as I know. Somebody want to tell me I'm wrong? Okay, that's fine. But I'm thinking that that could really you'll give them a bad day. And I I would let players do that. I would let them attack with cold steel if they know, if they know their stuff. I mean, it's not just for Faye anymore. <laughs> if you hit something, if you hit them like with a lead arrow or a lead dagger or something like that, I think it'll take full damage. That's my opinion. Everything else is halved, I believe. Now it doesn't say anything about half damage. It just says you need plus one or better to hit. The other, the earlier editions, basic D&D, they said magical. Magical. You need magical. But here, it's plus one or better to hit. So that's a good thing on the player's side. <laughs> They're going, man, we can get this. I could throw them in with some other, mix them up with some other undead. It's one of those undead parties that, that the bad guy throws at them. I don't know how you communicate with a shadow enough to, like, give it orders or control it or anything. And sometimes there's just happy accidents, like, they're already there, so why don't we put a couple of ghouls in there to attack them with them and see what happens. You can't really drain ghouls because they're part of the negative material. Or rather, zombies would probably be better because they have no life essence. So throw some zombies in there with some shadows, and this will mess up the players real bad. And if they can work through it, they can work through it. That'd be great. So, there you go. Shadows. Use your shadows. I'd love love to do a scenario where a shadow takes kind of an interest in a character. And before they start draining life, they just follow them around as their shadow. Because they can shape change a bit. 
So it's kind of like Peter Pan in a shadow kind of thing. In fact, that's a, that's a really good use for a shadow. You find out it's not just my shadow, it's a shadow. And that would not be a good thing for the players, player characters. So just something to think about. Okay, I'm going to start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this, you can get a hold of me at oldmangrognar@gmail.com. Drop me an email, or you can drop me a voicemail over at Anchor. And we are sponsored, so, yeah, sponsored, and we are supported by people. As little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program, and I thank you. Thank you, Jonathan Dorje Wendell Jessen and Oliver Sheik for supporting my program. Thank you very much, and I'll just crank, keep cranking them out. You keep doing it, I'll keep cranking it. Well, I'll crank them out anyway, but it, it's, a, it's a help. Thank you. So... Until next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Radio Grognard.